you had a Final Fantasy <laughs> Xbox 360. I don't think I even played the game. got rid think- of it. I don't think I even unsealed the game. I just, I was not Please tell me you still got that. Welcome to Spectrum Days. It's some sort of podcast about the past and Spectrums, and that'll do. (laughs) It's where two old farts and some guy in the background talk about computer games and the past and, uh, and some films. At some point, maybe <laughs> one day. Uh, never maybe. promise. Something. What are we talking about? What are we talking about today? <laughs> uh, we got that fantastic idea to talk about what we call packs. But but when I look on the internet, I don't know. Are they really called packs? Anyway, when you buy a a new console or a new computer and you get it with a pack with some games and some maybe some extra peripherals and. Um, yeah, so packs, and I've got one particular pack that uh, that sticks in my mind. Uh, I don't know if we want to delve right into that one, or if you're going to regale us with your memories of packs. No, I was going to say because you because you've asked a question there. What we what what did we used to call it? I just seem to remember at school if some if your mate said, "Oh, I got an Amiga," or "I got," so you'd say, "What game did you get with it?" Hmm. You just you would yeah. just ask, what did it come with? What did it come with? You, there wasn't. We didn't use packing title. That's that's the current word, the packing title. And when I was okay. working in the shop, I don't remember anyone saying packing title. It would just be you just say, oh, here's your Mega Drive. It comes with Altered Beast, and you'd have to shudder <laughs> and not show the customer that you shudder. <laughs> I presume they'd always ask about the shin kick immediately, right? What button that is it would the be the kick? main thing. Yeah, they'd say, if I get Altered Beast, is that the one with the shin kick? And I'd go, yes, it's not the Sonic pack. <laughs> it's definitely the Altered Beast pack. Were there two packs at the same time? Or, no, because Altered Beast was, it came with Altered, that was the first edition in, in the UK, right? So here we are, we're already talking about packs. I can remember being at a friend's house, his Mega Drive was being delivered. I'm pretty sure it was right at the beginning of the UK release, and it came with Altered Beast. Yeah, I mean, stepping it back from that, generally there weren't games packed in with titles. I mean, most of us here, we had, we started with TV, Pong, Clone, Pong, games, plug in the TV, play tennis, beep, boop, beep, boop, and that would just have a load of games built in. Obviously, that was built in. That that was what it was. But once computers came along, I mean, we were talking about this off mic, that the Spectrum, really, Clive wasn't over the moon that it was going to come with games. He he didn't build it as a games machine. It was a computer. It was meant to be a portable home computer that you could do everything with. He wasn't exactly enamoured with games. But later on, it started coming with games. But I think... Pretty much from then on, most systems that came out did come with a game. So by the time you got to the Mega Drive, which was a lot longer, you know, it was quite a while after the you know the Spectrum days, was sort of early eighties. Mega Drive, we didn't get till ninety, nineteen ninety. I think it was eighty nine in America and US. We got it about ninety. So it was actually quite a while by. So by then, yeah, they were realizing, yeah, you've got to pack a game in with it. But it wasn't always that way. I mean, the Master System 
that technically didn't come with a pack-in title. It came with a built-in game, which yeah, was game. Snail Maze, which was hidden. That was really, really yeah. weird. You, you you didn't even know it was in there. You had to hope that some friend of yours knew what buttons you had to hold, hold down and turn the system on, and then Snail Maze would come up. But it was like a five-minute game. It was more like a funny little freebie that was hidden inside rather than an actual giving away a title. I think it's something that the bigger companies have always struggled with. It's like, well, they put all this effort into making a game. They want to be able to sell it. I mean, like with the Master System then started coming with Alex Kidd. Well, that was a game yeah. where they put a lot of effort into making Alex Kidd, but they saw that, well, that was everyone else was packing in a game with the machines. But that was also not really what was being done in the home territories. In Japan, you look at most of the systems, the Mega Drive, the Super Nintendo, they didn't come with a game. You just got the machine and one controller. It's quite, yeah, it's quite one different. Controller. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking, I'm looking at Sega Mega Drive now, at the Altered Beast, and in fact, they they call it a bundle, so the Altered Beast bundle. Right. So maybe that was just another mm. terminology for it, but that was. <clears throat> so it did it did show Altered Beast on the actual box of the Mega Drive, um, and then that that came with yes just and one no. controller. Yeah, it's weird. No. Again, I, people who are new to the podcast, they don't know that I used to sell this stuff for a living secondhand back in the day. Um, they started putting on stickers on the boxes, particularly this is mainly the Mega Drive was doing this. So they would actually, if, if anyone's got an old Mega Drive original box or have a look at them on, online, um, they started putting these stickers, round stickers, which showed the title that was with it. And some, they even matched them up to the original box art. So the sticker would actually have that same grid background. So there were oh, a, lot really? of the, a lot of the packs that we got were actually ones that were originally the machine and one pad. But then they, they soon learned that they had to start getting one up, excuse the pun, on super nintendo and things like that so they were having to include to include two controllers and a title so the, a lot of the altered beast machines that we got and then subsequent packing titles like sonic when sonic came along it superseded that and that was the game that you got with it they would just whack these stickers on to save money instead of making a new box but not all the time we obviously then started then printing the actual boxes but i remember quite a lot of units we had these they just just stuck a sticker on and rammed something mm. else in the box <laughs> yeah what about the nintendo what about the um what kind what titles did they bundle with the nintendo well the original nes yeah, the original yeah. Nintendo. I mean, that that was a weird one. I mean, that again, the, the people who are listening to us in America, uh, uh, they're going to say, hey, "What are you talking about?" Because they again, they were quite different. Again, in Japan, didn't necessarily always get a game, but the difference between PAL territories and the NTSC territories was often quite different. But the NES was sort of one of the first of the more successful machines so we did get quite a few the same obviously originally it came with mario brothers i mean that's what sold the nintendo was the fact that you were getting mario and then you also could get the i think it was deluxe set which was duck hunt and gyromite so that was with the robot rob the robot <laughs> so you got yes i know that's crazy so you got the robot 
the gun, I think it's the gun and everything. So yeah, Duck Hunt, obviously, for the Gyromite, you played with the robot. Um, there was the, a lot of packs was the one with the gun where it was Super Mario and Duck Hunt on one cartridge. That was probably the most that we used to see back in the day. That was a real common one. Um, and then in, in Europe, there was the, you, I think we had a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one, which I think might have been Europe only. I can't quite remember. And then obviously when Mario 3 came out, there was a Mario 3 pack, but that came out much, much, much later on. We got that years after everybody else. Um, so I don't I, actually remember seeing any of the I Mario have, 3 packs. I found a Master Sega Master System pack. Now, maybe... I don't know if this was UK or not, because you, you mentioned the, the gun, right, for the NES. Um, Safari like Hunt that. and Hang On. Yes. Yeah, yeah. well, remember. That was, their, well again, that was their equivalent. That was their equivalent of, of what Nintendo were doing with, with Duck right. and, and Mario. Right. I wonder if we had that pack. Otherwise, my parents bought the light gun separately because I can remember playing... I think it was Rambo, not Operation Wolf, um, with the light. I'm pretty sure we had the light gun. I wonder if we had the pack. And would that have been hang on on the card rather than the cartridge on the Master System? Because we had, we had, I'm pretty sure we had hang on on a card rather than cartridge. Yeah, I, I can't remember, but I say that was definitely Safari. Safari Hunt and Hang On with the gun was the pack. Quite what medium it came on, I can't remember. Certainly Hang On Hang On was available on card. Whether that was what was bundled with the machine, I can't remember now. Well, we also had two remote you know, um, controllers. Um, yeah. So I, I, I wonder if that was the pack that we had. That's interesting. Yeah. It might well have been. That uh, was quite a big no, one. Well, it had the gun. It was I, a big box. Yeah, look, it looks like Hang On and Safari Hunt came on the same cartridge. Uh, it was cartridge, there we are. Yeah, I can't remember that. But yes, maybe that was the first bundle or pack that we, we ever had in the house. Well, that's what I'm saying. With the computers, it, it wasn't as early computers, I should say. It wasn't as common. I mean, when I got my 128, I didn't get a what I'd call a, a packing title. I got what i think it was curry's or dixon's i've mentioned this in the podcast before is what they bundled it was their own bundle of games it was like 10 cassettes and in a cardboard box i think it was curry's written on it i've still got it i'll try and put picture on the video um but that was all just junk throwaway titles it, even you know i got my one to eight which let's face it was later on in the spectrum's life and it still wasn't bundled with a sort of triple a as we would say now game Whereas mm. when you got your computer, your yes. Amiga. The real thing. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's right. <laughs> that, that, that's the reason. That, that's why when we when you say the word pack, and so everyone seems to refer to the Batman, the Commodore Amiga A500 Batman pack. People do seem to use the word pack mm. for that rather than bundle. Yeah. Um, that was the one. I mean, it's it's amazing. That, that, that seems, I mean, looking at the, looking around on the internet, it does seem to have been such a successful um, pack. Uh, um, 
it, it came with, I just can't even just remember the box. It was like a big, almost like, um, you know, a rect- rect- rectangular box, almost like a big suitcase almost. And it was dark. It had a handle on it, so you could probably carry it home. And, yeah. And, and I was incredibly lucky that I did have this for Christmas. And it was the uh, – well, well, there you go. That's why it's probably known as the Batman pack because that's exactly what it says on the co- on the cover of it. It's, it is actually called text, the Batman pack. Batman pack. <laughs> that's what started this whole pack business. Everyone else, everyone else was – Everyone else was calling it bundles, and Commodore came along and said, "No, it's going to be called a pack, Batman pack." Because Batman bundle would have sounded <laughs> Batman, all right as well. Could I have a, could I have a Batman, Batman bundle, please? <laughs> could I have a, a Batman, Batman bundle? pack, Batman, <laughs> Batman pack. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get a uh, batarang in it, right? <laughs> no, batarangs. <laughs> they always come back. But, so there you go. So the A500 like Batman pack, that is the one that I really remember. I was incredibly lucky to get it for Christmas. Um, it was yeah, a you real were. How computer. much was it? Yeah. So this is interesting, everyone. So if you can remember, if you were as lucky as me to get one for Christmas, um, you should phone your parents, if they're still with us, hopefully, um, to uh, to say thank you very much because Bravo. it cost yeah, £399. Which you might think, well, you know, in what that, year? That's, still, that's still a lot of money. In 1989. What year? 1989. 1989 three, right. Yeah, 300. So if we go to our trusty inflation calculator for the UK, uh, £399, £399 in 1989 is now worth, in 2023, £1,270 and 9 pence. So £1,270 that was. So as if... My parents had spent £1,270 on me for Christmas, which is incredible. Incredible. So, yeah, yeah I your, need to find out. What did they get your brother? Fantastic. <laughs> 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 well, he did get, I'm pretty sure he got a Mega Drive. It's pretty sure the Mega Drive was his, which he must have got. That would have been the following the, year, though. Yeah, I wonder how much that pack was. Yeah, quick. So Someone the Amiga wasn't for the two. Of you. Up. No, 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 no. The Amiga that, went straight to my straight into my room. Oh, the, um, the 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 Mega Drive when that came out, that wasn't anywhere near that. Well, that wasn't even half the price of the. Uh, yeah, no, it been around it must have been more. The Mega Drive was about one hundred and eighty, hundred and ninety pounds. Really? I think. What a bargain! Off the top a of my bargain. head. Yeah, right. But then you I'm have to sure get a second controller, you, yeah, a decent but, game because Salted Beast was. Steaming Altered Beast and it's shouldn't five minute shouldn't kick wonder that is Altered Beast. Yeah, I mean Altered Yeah, yeah, Shadow Shadow of the Beast was a far better game. But yeah, so I mean the Batman pack was a me absolutely amazing. I was very lucky, but it's interesting because producer John did point out, I think it was quite quite good of it, because I did go on then to study software engineering and and work it in uh, in the software kind of industry. And um, so it was actually useful. I did use it for a lot. um, Well, actually, by the time I got to university, I then had changed it for the A600, and I did use that a lot um, for uh, coursework, but generally just learning the program and uh, learning all kinds of things on on a a real computer, not not just 
having a console or something like that. But that pack came out with, um, with not only did it come with Batman, which I've got great memories of as well. I think in those days then for the Amiga, Ocean did a, a few games where they were, they were quite different. One within one game, quite a few different genres because you started off by driving mm. the car. Then I think it was more of a kind yeah. of platformer. So you go between different things. I'm not so sure if that's so common anymore, but that was like so you get a lot of variety in one game. I remember, I vague, vaguely remember enjoying and thinking Batman was a good game. I couldn't remember at all that New Zealand Story came with it. I didn't remember that at all. Um, I've never been a great fan of platformers. I'm not very good at them. And, and you know, the best one is obviously Manic Miner, so um, difficult to beat that. And there's uh, also came with a flight simulator for uh, an F, uh, F1. Not F1. What was it called? What was the flight simulator? Interceptor. Yes, FA-18 Interceptor, not F1. Um, yeah. And then, even better than those things, I think, for me, was the Deluxe Paint 2. So I can remember like, yeah. playing around with those, playing around with that, because, of course, the Amiga come, comes with a mouse, and the mouse completely changed the whole, you know, the whole what you see is what you get UI kind of um, interface, um, a graphical user interface, file system, you know, drag and drop. It was the first real computer that I'd ever had. It was interesting. I always remember actually going to work um, um, at the beginning, the very first few months at work where I worked, we still had, um, I think they were A7, what were they called? Well, we, we worked with with uh, Unix. Uh, there was no graphical interface, all command line. We had mono, monochrome screens, black with orange text, and we would code and, and do all of our work um, database work as well and it just in with no graphical user interface and we would um uh i would go home and think but I've, my computer at home is more advanced than than what we're using at work you know <laughs> yeah. at least at least you more user friendly right and uh soon afterwards we got sun spark systems which which had a uh dragon drag and drop you know user interface this kind of thing uh desktop let's say um, but it's still, I don't think it was as good as the uh, workbench on the Amiga. Um, but yeah, so fantastic computer, an amazing pack, amazing Christmas, um, great fond memories of it. And uh, I understand now why it was called a pack, because that's what it says on the box. Commodore Amiga 500 Batman pack. <laughs> <laughs> did the Amiga, did, was that... One that used to come with lemmings and things, sort of prior to the Batman Batman pack. Am I misremembering that? They used to come know. with lemmings. I know I Deluxe know. Paint was sort of always one of those things that often came with it. Obviously, that was Deluxe Paint 2 by the time you got the Batman one. I was just wondering whether there's lemmings. I could have sworn lemmings came with it um, earlier on. but Because uh, the Batman pack, that was fairly later on, wasn't it? That wasn't... That wasn't one of the first Amiga no, packs, was it? That no, was a later the, on. No, Lemmings came out in 1991. Oh, really? So it's after that. That's interesting. Oh, do you know, that's, that's interesting. I really did think Lemmings was earlier than that. Isn't that funny? Well, and I suppose, I mean, the Amiga must have... I mean, the Amiga was before the IBM Intel-based PCs, 
right? So, I mean, it was, it was I guess. Uh, uh, but the um, games like Lemmings, would they're just so unplayable for me with a with a joypad. You need well, exactly. a match. Yeah. You yeah, need yeah, a match. Yeah. So, so the Amiga unlocked, and there was all these people. It was so accessible. Um, I mean, I didn't even get a PC until really late. I had friends who did have PCs, but I just stuck with the with the Amiga for a long, a long time. But uh, the games, the game scene was stronger in the the Amiga at the beginning of the PC um, time era. It was mm. you know it was quite poor compared compared to the Amiga, at least at least in my memory. Oh God, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was just so confusing the PC. You know what what kind of yeah, what kind of CPU have you got? What kind of graphics card, sound oh, card, getting, it, getting yeah. it all working? It's like the yes. Amiga, just everything worked. You had a mm. proper keyboard, proper mouse, hook it yeah. up to a TV, hook it up to a TV. Um, that that just keeps things simple and accessible. Um, and then mm. PCs were just much more expensive. Um, yeah, just not as accessible. So. No. Um, but yeah, it was good. It was I enjoyed that pack. I don't know if there was an A six hundred pack. Maybe then I didn't care so much because I already had software and games, and it was just a case of I wanted the A six hundred because it had the hard drive. Yeah. Um, but that was an awesome computer as well. That's slight bit smaller as well, um, and, and I mean the hard drive just totally changed things. Yeah. I mean, as we've mentioned before, it still works. It, you know, I bought that one off off chris that's the 600 and uh not long ago sold it and it was still still going i mean hard drives in modern pcs from the 90s probably don't work (laughs) or on the verge of (laughs) crashing at any moment and losing all your data so the fact that was still going uh, uh, boggles my mind really it's particularly the amount of use you you gave it and then i gave it when i used it at work i used it for our business after buying it off you yeah yeah, we were used as a retrieval system for um, business uh, customer details and things like that. Well, they were, I mean, yeah, maybe we were just lucky. It was a good. It was one of a. It was a good one. <laughs> maybe, good yeah, one. maybe because like, you could be unlucky. I mean, I just I was struggling for quite a few months, wondering why my PC kept crashing, and it turned out to be a dodgy set of RAM. You know, uh, it can, right. it, who knows? It's like, yeah. So, what would be your personal favourite pack? Did you personal one... favourite? Ooh, wow! I suppose really it'd have to be the Super Nintendo and Super Mario World, which I think still to this day is regarded as you know, one of the best games. I mean, yes, Super Mario Brothers three on the NES, but I didn't have that as a pack. I did go and buy the game, but actually getting that game with the pack. I think yeah, Super Mario World was blew my mind really, and I, I know that John as well, producer John in there in the background would would also say the same. The value that you got out of that game it was it was vast. It was such a massive leap from the other Mario games, um, and it really showed what what the Super Nintendo could do. It showed the uptick in the graphics, the sound. I mean, the sound was amazing. The, 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 you, you had all, you know, lots of sort of sampled sounds. It just sounded so much, showed much. The vast leap between that and the, and the NES, it just really showed it off in a brilliant, brilliant light. Um, and really, I suppose, probably paved the way for 
Nintendo having Mario as such a major character. Obviously, it already established itself on the NES, but I think like a lot of people have said in uh, other podcasts and videos you see on YouTube, is that we didn't get the Nintendo in the UK. We just didn't. There weren't the same numbers of people playing the NES that had the Master System. And that's borne out by, again, working in the shop. Our shelves were covered in Sega we had loads of Sega Master System stuff, loads of customers coming in buying Sega. The NES didn't get as much of a look in over here, certainly not in the, the part of England that we were in anyway. Maybe it did in other parts, but in general it didn't do as well. But once the Super Nintendo came out, then there was that massive battle between that and, and the Mega Drive. And like we've just been lambasting, the Mega Drive came with Altered Beast which was pretty awful. You know, no one was buying a Mega Drive to play Altered Beast, but people bought a Super Nintendo to play Super Mario World. It was it was something that sold the system. I mean, that's what that's what these packing what we now call a packing title are designed to do. I mean, look at the Wii. If you really I if, you, well, if I had to choose another say. one, I was going to say had a Wii. Choose another yeah. one over the top of Super yeah. Mario. It would be Wii yeah. Sports. That game changed the gaming world. It changed it in the way that Tetris did on the Game Boy, which we've already covered in our review, where it got people who weren't interested in games, were in the demographic age-wise that normally played games, across different sexes around the world in areas where games weren't necessarily had taken hold yet over over the movies and other forms of entertainment we sport still to this day is probably the most successful packing title i think it's i think it might be up there as being one of the biggest selling games Uh, in the world and i totally agree with you it's uh, yeah i mean i think the spectrum changed things because it was just so important as a home computer for me the amiga Change things because it also brought in that real computing in into their home, and then I think we were in like I'd had, um, you know, everyone's playing like the consoles games, but getting getting the Wii, which isn't a hardcore gamers platform, let's face it. No. But I have had so much fun with the Wii. I yeah. mean, even even a couple of um, even a month ago uh, visiting my parents they dusted their wee off i mean my parents in their 70s dusted the wee off kids were there put the batteries in the controllers and we were playing baseball boxing tennis yeah. it's still yeah. so much fun yeah i wish it would be great could nintendo not do a, uh, a wee mini or something could they not just release that with like 20 brilliant games you know it was so much fun it was a it was a console for everyone you're right yeah. it's a different thing it shouldn't even be called don't even compare it to a console you know gamers gaming platform it was just just fun really mm. good stuff yeah lots of, yeah, it, it, lot it, in, a, in a funny kind of way it, it went back to what we mentioned earlier on the, the sort of pong consoles it became a craze again. It's like when Pac-Man or Space Invaders, when those very first sorts of waves of games, the first arcade titles where everyone knew, everyone knows Pac-Man. Back Mm. in the day, any adult, any parent would know what Pac-Man is, whether they'd played it or not, because they heard their kids talking about it. 
everyone knew what Space Invaders was. That was that was the zeitgeist. That was the name people would use if you mentioned computer games. People weren't saying computer games or console games. Mm, people said, yeah. "Oh, you playing Pac Man? Oh, you playing Space Invaders?" That was just a sort of pejorative term for somebody playing a game. Oh, you're playing Space Invaders. Yeah. But that you know that that check that that's really what the Wii did. It suddenly woke up a generational thing uh, of people playing games, and it saved the business. It saved the the uh, gaming market, particularly second hand, because it also Nintendo have always, apart from really the Super Nintendo, have always been a, a step behind. They've never been about making right. Okay, we'll 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 play Microsoft and Sony's game. We'll produce a very high teraflop machine that's just got oh, the best. Yeah, well, that's amazing. Best graphics, best speed. You know, sixty frames per second, solid. No matter what you're playing, you know all these things that you sort of are looked at now as being a good console. They all said, "Well, no, okay, we're going to make something for the family." And they literally, that's what they were going to do. It's why it's called we. You know, we play and all these, you know, the, all these collective terms for, for people sat there playing it together. So there wasn't that uh, sort of push towards it being an online system, although it did actually have a very good online store, probably the best mm. store for retro gaming that there probably ever was. But it was beautiful. It was the, the music was welcoming when you, when you, when you turned it on. That really easy to use system. The fact that they'd made the controller like a TV remote that everyone's held. It mm. didn't look like a gaming controller. It yeah. just looked like the thing that everyone's got on their sofa at home that they point at the TV to change a channel. I mean, it, it was yeah. a piece of genius. We is an absolute piece of genius. But that game made all the difference because yeah, it showed yeah. people how to use the Wii. It didn't show necessarily how to play the game, but it showed people how the Wii could work, how you could interact with the game without having to know a combination of buttons. You didn't need to do special moves. You just bowled. You yeah, picked up the bowling ball yeah. with one button, you threw it as if you were throwing it, and you let the button go. Yeah. It was as simple as that. And and, yeah. and and to echo what you just said, when my parents come round, it's I put the Wii, Wii U on because obviously the Wii U is basically a Wii but slightly souped up because it's got HDMI. We can plug it into the modern telly, and we play on Wii Sports or Wii Sports Resort, the more modern one, because mm. you know we still play the archery and things like that on it right up to this day. And in fact, we um, Mario Kart Wii. Was yeah, still oh, brilliant! Of, you know, probably one of my favourite iterations, uh, and yeah. still we still play it to this because my dad can play it because you put yeah. it, I put the little thing in the wheel and he yes. turns left and right. You know, it's so it's, <laughs> it's so it's so intuitive. You just turn yeah, yeah. the steering wheel. You it's know? the only game I've ever like. My mother would even you know has even played uh, Mario Kart on yeah. the Wii. Um, yeah. I get. Uh, I mean, yeah, I've got such good fond memories. Also, my son like playing when he was about three. Maybe I shouldn't have yeah. been letting him play on the console, but he was there, you know, playing <laughs> Mario Mario Kart. No, no, but those kind of games, were, yeah, yeah, Mario Kart and, and the sports, it was it, it was brilliant. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. And I also enjoyed Mario Kart on the Wii U. And I haven't played it so much on, I know we're not talking about these games, but um, we're talking about packs and bundles. But um, on the Switch, it's kind of almost for me, it's like they've gone from 
family oriented, you know, bring everyone together to Switch, which mm. is an individual console, which yes, you mm. can connect to the TV, but who, who really does it? I've never got to a situation where we've really connected it and mm. then gone off to play uh, Mario Kart. I played it mm. a few times, but um, with my son, but not um, not as much. Yeah, it's such a it would, could be so much fun. Yeah, I'd like to see a a, a Wii Mini. That's my petition. I, I think Nintendo. you've underlined exactly what I was just saying, and the whole point of a packing title that the Switch re- released without one. Hmm. The Switch really didn't release with that killer app. Um, I mean, it had yeah. you know things like One Two Switch, which I bought. Because let's face it, there was very few titles to buy when the Switch came out. So I think I bought pretty much everything that came out when it released. Wait, uh, uh, now you made me think. Did the Nokia Nokia phones feature phones? They came with Snake. Was that a killer? <laughs> that was a killer bundle. Pack. Uh, I don't I think mean, that was I making mean, people I buy mean, the phone, though. Was it? They Nokia. It's just my Snake. Know. No, it hasn't got Snake. So well, I don't want it then. If it hasn't got Snake, I'm not buying it. <laughs> Show me the one that's snake. got snake on it. I don't know. Snake was pretty awesome, eh? Snake, <laughs> snake might have been a game. Maybe you've got two knock. What do they do? This one makes phone calls and the battery lasts ten hours. This one makes phone calls. The battery lasts eight hours, but it's got snake. Oh, I'll have the one with snake, please. <laughs> I mean, I'm, thi- I'm thinking my top ten packs now, and and the, and the the Batman pack's got to be number one. The Wii's number two, and now Nokia with Snake might sneak in at number three, because I can't really remember the Xbox, because Xbox was another Xbox three six. No, well, the original Xbox, the original and the Xbox, Xbox three sixty. Yeah, again, the- that was sort of an era I sort of stopped. I, I say I was in. I. I got the Wii. That was sort of only just when I got back into gaming again. Um, I forget what came with the three, but the 360, that, that's when we started getting special packs. So you'd actually get ones where the actual machine would have graphics on it. So that it would be, you know, like, like the PlayStation did God of War one. So you'd actually get Kratos on the actual right. You know the actual console itself, or well, there's a, I think there's a super super I think there's a Star Wars one and various things like that that were bundled. So it wasn't just the game; it was also the machine. Or the, the controller would also be themed around whatever the game bundle right. was as well. You know, it wasn't just a case of here's the basic machine and here's a game with it. They started doing entire packs. The whole thing was a was a game themed pack. But I mean, the Super Nintendo had a lot of game packs as well. I mean that had the Star Fox or Star Wing pack, the the big one really that everyone wanted and made a lot of people buy Super Nintendo's after Super Mario was Street Fighter Two, which is a game we're going to be covering next on the on the podcast. When that pack came out, that got a lot of people buying Super Nintendo's just because it was the only place really to get Street Fighter Two sort of like the arcade. I mean, it was, very, it was a very good report. It was very similar to the arcade. And that sold a lot of Super Nintendo. Some people, I don't think, bought anything else necessarily. They just wanted to put a, play Street Fighter 2. So the importance of a, of a pack-in game is, is massive. It's huge. Which is why I think, I think the Switch, although I think they've now just broken the record, they've now sold more Switches than they have Wii's or something in America, I think. It's just overtaken the, the Wii. But it didn't really yeah. come, you know, it wasn't famous for coming with a with the packing title. Everyone bought it and then bought Zelda. 
but it wasn't like <laughs> packed in with it. Do you know what I mean? Nintendo didn't yeah. need to pack it in. They knew everyone was going to buy that anyway. But I don't know. I think I think it's a bit of a dying art. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not sure. <laughs> but that latest Xbox didn't come with anything, I don't think. No, I don't think it, no. 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 I think it, and I don't, it even came with one controller. I had to immediately buy a, um, you know, a solid state drive to extend. Otherwise, you could only like install two or three two games. games or something. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. then, you, so it's a, a bit of a lie, whatever the price you might look at right now, because add another couple of hundred dollars for getting like a hard drive, a solid state drive, um, mm. and another controller. So in the end, it all adds up. Mm. Uh, but yeah, yeah. What so they probably the do reason. give you though is, is two months free Xbox Pass or playstation pass or whatever it's called or something don't they Mm. which they give you chuck you free games at you now they don't they which you know you didn't have back in the day now you've got you know know, you get tons of games for for free in heavy adverted commas i yes i think it's kind of a but yeah that's yeah i think that works well um but yeah, I think like my son's been playing Assassin's Creed. Some I don't know what version of Assassin's Creed, but it's like I have to remind him, you know, have a look at the store. You've got loads of stuff every month. But yeah, yeah, yeah it's good. But um, but no, yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I've never bought like a Halo pack. I've never had a special color console. I've never had right. any of that kind of stuff. I, I remember yeah. buying. I had to. I bought a second Xbox 360 once because the first one, the CD tray stopped working. And for X reason, I wanted to get another one fairly quick. And I ended up getting, I think it was a Final Fantasy pack. Please tell me you still got it. Well, the game. Um, no, the, the original <laughs> box. No. And the Final Fantasy machine. You, I told you. had a Final Fantasy <laughs> Xbox 360. I don't think I even played the you game. got I rid think- of it. I don't think I even unsealed the game. I just, I was not Please interested. tell me I, you still got that. I, I'll have a look. But, you know, my, you know I'm the, wow. my, I am instructed to throw away all cardboard to immediately. To I apologise to everyone who's listening. <laughs> I know you all hate Chris at this moment. Don't hate him. He's generally all right. <laughs> uh, well, you know. <laughs> If anyone does want to see some other stuff, we've probably got a link to our eBay store. Our eBay store. We've got to pay for that middle-class angst Porsche somehow. <laughs> by, <laughs> by selling off, selling off all our childhood crap. <laughs> <laughs> I need, we need a few Amiga five hundred Batman packs to be able to buy a Porsche. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Three of them. We need three. <laughs> three at least three mints. Un, untouched. No, I mean three cars. Oh, three cars. What <laughs> <laughs> eat? <laughs> I don't want a Porsche. So you don't get anyway, that's another that's another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. I think my top three packs. Then, well, wait a minute. The Game Boy. What was that? A pack with Tetris. Tetris was, but yeah, originally what, it did just come out on its own. It, it, Tetris was a little bit late, not much later on, but there. They're, I think no, actually no. I think it probably came out at the same times. There, there was a boxed version of 
the Game Boy you could buy that just, I think, had possibly headphones and batteries with it. And there was the Tetris one. I got a feeling they came out at the same time. I'm not 100% sure. I'm so, I'm sure someone can let us know in the comments below all the mistakes that we've been making <laughs> through this podcast, because I'm sure we've <laughs> yeah. made quite a few. Yeah, the, only is, special, memory. <laughs> the only special edition console I think I ever owned was I had the Game Boy Advance SP Zelda Minish Cap one, which was a nice gold one with the Triforce sort of triangles on the front. That was the only one I ever had. I think most of my consoles tend to be fairly standard. I what don't think I've do had any of the uh, funky did ones. You, did you sell that? Or I did sell it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like an idiot. <clears throat> I am no, no, I think I gave it to the charity. I think I gave it to one of my favourite charities because I'm like that. <laughs> <laughs> the original bundle for Tetris released in 89 did have Tetris. Yeah, there you are. Then. So they, they must have just... They must have just done an affordable one without. They must have done a cheaper because we certainly sold them in the shop. We definitely had ones in the shop which were a specific box, just just the Game Boy, and I, as I, say, I think might have been headphones and and batteries without without the game. But that was it. Um, also, that was in '89. Well, I'm reading in Reddit, so this could be incorrect, eh? But that, it, well, it originally did come out in '89. Again, I think a bit like the Mega Drive. We might not have got it '89. That would have been in America and Japan '89. I think we we got it in the UK '1990. I don't. I don't think we got the Game Boy '89. Which is funny, isn't it? To think that the Game Boy is an, an '80s games console. We always think it very much of the '90s because I mean it ran for the entirety of the '90s. Yeah, because I did Which have a paper round. I had a paper round around about then, but I'm just trying to work out how come I owned a tech. <laughs> how come I owned a Game Boy and a and an Amiga? Batman well, pack. Yeah, Batman pack. I don't know. But so the top, so my top packs, it's got to be Batman, Wii, and te- and then Game Boy. Then yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd certainly agree with two of those um, for me. Um, I think I think probably industry-wise and getting people together, I think I'd probably have to go with Wii Sports really was impresses me and still impresses me to this day, what it did and the fact that you can still play it yeah. and enjoy it in the same way and has the same effect. Yeah. I think Super Mario World, perhaps more of its time, um, impressed me. But I think, I think very much legacy-wise, and getting get very and and similar to Wii Sports, getting people to buy the machine, and came well, well, well before the Wii Sports would would be Tetris on the Game Boy. I mean, that's just phenomenal and still a phenomenon now i mean it, it, we we discussed this in our tetris episode tetris is everywhere i mean it has replaced snake on phones as being the thing to have on a phone is the brick game or whatever name they decide to call it i mean it's ubiquitous it's it's everywhere it, it did change I the landscape a, i played a terrible version on an airplane over the summer it oh was dear. Awful. It was on awful. on the back of the screen on a, yeah, yeah 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 and i just couldn't 
get the controller to work properly. The touchscreen was just awful. I ended up playing Angry Birds. Angry Birds was much better because it was a touchscreen. Yes, of course. But there you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe the first time I'd seen Angry Birds on an aeroplane. That was good. Don't, what, don't you ever look out the window? <laughs> <laughs> well, come on, everyone. Uh, I'm sure everyone in the comments has got their own favourite pack. Do let us know. What is your favourite pack? What is your favourite packing title? What did you call it back then? Did we call it packing titles? I don't think we did. Um, do let us know if you're listening to us on the podcast. You can also see us over there on YouTube. Do give us a like and a thumbs up and a follow and a comment and a, all those other things you're supposed to do to make us happy. They'll make you happy too, I'm fairly sure uh we've packed in quite a lot into this episode uh but we've got to pack it in now and and go off can you think of any other terrible puns no <laughs> see you later <laughs> bye everyone bye everyone bye i'm, I'm off to open a six-pack ah very good oh, oh i see what you did there <laughs>